Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Low Def Media. This is Mike, and today we are going to uh, talk about just the state of things. But before we get into that, you know what we have to do. We have to talk about the setup. And today I'm especially, I don't want to say excited, but I'm interested to see how this turns out. Because what I've done is I've set up my uh, Zoom H1N voice recorder uh, to a mic stand and I'm sitting on my couch. I've got a, uh, what do you call it? It's not a wind muff, but some kind of muff up that, that you put over the top of the microphone. Um, I would say it's a, the best way to describe it is a wind muff. And so, but it's not the dead cat kind. It's just the, um, I don't know, just, you know, the cover. And the reason why I'm very excited about this is because I've heard so many good things about the H1N voice recorder that people use them uh, for a variety of different things. They connect them to their cameras uh, to use uh, one so they can use it as the microphone to record audio into the camera. But then they also uh, use the internal recording on the H1N so they can get a backup audio. So if anything happens, uh, with the connection to the camera, let's say the camera uh, doesn't record, well, then you've got a backup. And so people swear by them, uh, so they, they think they're great. And so I don't have a microphone connected to the H1N. I'm just recording straight into it using the onboard mic. And today, uh, I just wanted to talk about the state of things. Uh, I wanted to kind of relate to you what I'm seeing and see if you're seeing the same things and see what your thoughts and opinions are about uh, what's going on you know, in the world that we are all living in. Um, you know, the first thing, the, the low-hanging fruit, and I'm not gonna really uh, expand on it too much because it's a very divisive issue, but you've got the whole Roe versus Way abortion issue. That is uh, something that's taking up a lot of airtime when it comes to news and public opinion. Uh, you see it in just about every news outlet, media outlet, uh, they're, they're talking about that. So that's obviously something that's right there in your face, can't get away from it. Uh, regardless of which side of the issue you're on, that's something that's just taking up a, a lot of bandwidth right now. Uh, the other thing is the economy. Uh, it, to me, that's very interesting because I hear the word recession a lot. And I hear that people are going to start pulling back. And I see that in certain sectors. I see that in the housing market because um, in the neighborhood I live in, there's at least five houses that are for sale, but they're not turning over as quickly as they used to. And uh, the inflated house prices, uh, housing price right now, um, mixed with the very high interest rates, to me, um, it... it it makes me confused why anybody would list a house right now to sell because as if I were a prospective home buyer, I wouldn't want to buy in this market. The homes are overpriced, overvalued, and the interest rates are too high. Now, when the market corrects itself and the housing prices drop, then the interest rates will drop. But by then, unless you put a ton of money down on your house, your house will still be overvalued and you won't be able to refinance your house because you won't be able to get a loan for the new lower, I mean, they won't be able to refinance it because you still owe more than the house is worth. Uh, so that that is something that uh, 
I don't know how that's going to pan out. People are saying that the housing market's not going to correct itself like it did in 2008, that it's just going to continue to stay the way it is. And I don't, I don't see how that can happen. Um, my house is still 75 to a hundred thousand dollar. It's on paper. They're appraising it at that, that amount, 75 to a hundred thousand dollars more than what I paid for it. And, and that's ridiculous. There's no way it, it's that much. So I don't know where the housing market's going to go. Um, they say it's going to keep, it's going to stay where it's at, but I, I don't, I don't believe that. Um, but one thing that did cause, uh, some optimism or brought some optimism to me, I guess, however you want to phrase that, uh, I, I'm watching gas prices. They're going down, uh, here where I live, uh, unleaded regulars 406. And you can routinely see it for 409, 411, um, but mostly in that 410 and below range. Uh, so that's optimistic. But then uh, for the 4th of July, I went out to buy some uh, hot dog buns and hamburger buns. And a package of hot dog buns was over $4. And so were the hamburger buns. And those are, some, those are items that are traditionally around $250 to $3. Um, something else that... I found very interesting. I saw a commercial for Domino's uh, the other day, and they used to have this special where everything was $5.99. You could group it together. They had the pasta, they had uh, a type of pizza, they had the dessert, the breadsticks, you know, all these different things. Oh, $5.99, you know, mix and match, blah, blah, $5.99. Well, now it's $7.99. So that's a, a $2 kick. And so going out to eat, that's where I'm really seeing. Uh, a lot of increase when it comes to pricing. Um, it, it's really expensive now just to go even fast food for two people is over 20 bucks. Uh, where before that was a sit down uh, meal was over 20. It's, it's the 4th of July and I'm whipped. And so I apologize for the yawning bit there, but um, got out this morning. Uh, another bit of optimism. I'm seeing people out. They went to the 4th of July parade today. Uh, I'm seeing people traveling. I, I commute to work. Tons of folks on the roads, tractor trailers on the road, semis. So they're carrying stuff here, there, and everywhere. So I hear the word recession, and I'm, I, I don't understand when that's supposed to be happening because every restaurant I go to um, is full. Uh, every store I go to, there are people shopping. And uh, gas stations, people are still buying gas. And so I'm not really, those are the, the indicators I use. Uh, people are still putting their houses on, houses on the market. I still see people in my neighborhood buying new cars. So recession, I don't know about that. I also have friends that are going on vacation. We're planning to do a couple vacations. So again, I'm, I'm, I know things are more expensive, but I don't really see where there are red flags indicating a recession. Um, so if you, if maybe you can educate me there, that would be wonderful. Let me know, uh, you know, make sure to let me know in the comments, email me, uh, and let me know if you're seeing something different. Uh, maybe you see those red flags that uh, I am missing. Um, but I, I don't know. It's, um, the world we live in is a scary place right now. And I know every generation says that, but, uh, my wife is, um, very discouraged about uh, what she's seeing and the 
especially the moral state of where things are. I mean, the, the thing that really shocks me more than anything, it's not the, it's not the costs, cost of things. It's not financial. It's more in how we treat each other. Uh, that's the real eye-opener for me right now. Uh, just how rude people are when you go out. It's hard to find people who, because they don't want to be in their job and so they take it out on you. Uh, people on the roadways are just jerks. And uh, now, probably more than ever, uh, when people get aggravated, uh, they, instead of just yelling, flipping you off, doing something like that, they try to run you off the road or uh, what we're seeing here in Georgia a lot of times, they're just going to take out a gun and start shooting at you. Uh, so that means, uh, you know, that takes that morning commute, that afternoon commute home, that takes it to a different level. It's it's not so much, hey, I hope I can make it home without, you know, some jerk rear-ending me or something. No, it's, I hope I make it home without getting shot. Um, and you're starting to see this at, at clubs, um, at parking lots. People are just getting aggravated over little things. And next thing you know, they're getting shot. Now, there are those that would say, well, it's because they have guns. They def- this is a gun issue. No, this is not a gun issue. This is a people issue. This is a people don't know how to act issue. This is uh, people who in the past would take out their frustrations by working out or going and doing something that was act- more of an active related uh, kind of thing, activity related uh, thing. I don't know how to, to explain it, but I know when I was younger, if you got fed up, if you were, you know, angry or anxious, tense, whatever, you go out, you would go ride a bike, you go run, you would go swim, you would uh, go hiking, you would go out and do something. But I went out, I went to Atlanta uh, this weekend, I saw a ton of people out. They're on what's called the belt line. They're running, they're biking, they're Uh, walking, families, single people, couples, um, just a bunch of people. But what I don't see is that so much in smaller communities uh, because, you know, during the week because people work. And so you get fed up. And I don't know that a lot of people have an outlet. And so when you don't have an outlet, it bottles up and then it has to come out somewhere. It has to come out somehow. And so for a lot of people, because they either don't have someone they can talk to and air this stuff out, or they don't have some outlet where they can go and relieve this stress, what do they do? They take it out on the first person they see, and they they use whatever they have access to, and in some cases, it's a gun, because 98% of the time, they're a normal, rational human being, and that's why they were allowed to have a gun in the first place. They're not a convicted felon. They haven't ever had, you know, desires to go out and shoot people but at that particular moment that's that was their outlet that's how they decided to solve this problem oh well, i'm just going to shoot somebody that'll show them and so i think it's not just i don't think it's a gun issue i think it's something deeper than that and uh, from a society standpoint i think it would it, it's worth our time to look into why peel back that onion and say why do we see people acting the way they are now more than we did before Um, I know when I was a kid, you didn't see this, you didn't see people getting shot and people had guns then. Um, I've always grown up around guns. My dad has always had a gun. Uh, but when we were younger, 
you went out and you shot it. You were responsible with it. And we knew as children, we knew better than to go anywhere near that gun. And so I think, I think things have changed. I think we're seeing a lot more violence on TV. And so guns are probably uh, sensationalized, romanticized. Uh, they're, you know, seen as being the norm. Um, you know, you, because of all the violence that we see on TV, and I don't want to say that, you know, like uh, I'm a product of my society or my environment. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if you allow a kid to watch a lot of video games and watch it on TV and then you see it in comic books or wherever media that you're, YouTube, whatever, if you see it everywhere and nobody tells you that that is, you know, that's not normal, that's make-believe or that's, you know, movies, however you want to phrase it, if somebody doesn't tell you that, then you're going to assume that's just the way life is. That's the way you solve problems. Um, I'm looking outside the window here, and this is kind of interesting. Um, if you ever trust Apple weather, <laughs> you're an idiot because uh, I can't tell you how many times that's wrong. Um, I checked the weather today because I wanted to run this morning, and it said, yes, no, there will be rain, but it won't be until 1 o'clock. So I was like, okay, great. I can go out and run. I can go out and mow the yard and I'll have plenty of time. So then I get done with those activities and I come inside and it starts getting really cloudy and I look and I'm like, oh man, it's going to start raining any minute now. And according to Apple weather, they push the rain back to five o'clock. Well, daggum, it's 1220 and it's raining. It's pouring outside right now. So both the one o'clock and the five o'clock predictions were both wrong. And uh, Apple does the same thing when it comes to uh, traffic, when it comes to directions. I don't know who they get their information from and why it's so crappy, but uh, it surprises me that Apple would tether themselves to whatever source is providing them this crappy intel because it's both their traffic and their weather just bananas bad. Um, so anyway, that was my little uh, diatribe for today. Um, those are the things that I'm observing. Um, uh, the only, the last thing, because it just popped in my head, the last thing is uh, the Corona virus and vaccinations and stuff. And it's it's funny to me how now it doesn't get hardly any airtime, even though I know it's still out there. People are still getting sick, uh, but all of a sudden, it's just like it's it's like non-existent. It's like it never happened. Every now and then you'll see some people out there with masks. Um, but what really bothers me, and you, you don't see a lot of uh, a lot of residual effects from uh, the pandemic. Restaurants are wide open. You know, you, you don't have any of that. And what bothers me now is cruising. Airlines, you don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to be vaccinated. Uh, unless you're going international, then you have to follow the rules and guidelines of the country you're going to. But... Going on a cruise, and this will be my last point, they're still requiring you to be vaccinated, okay, in order to get on a boat. But one cruise line is saying you no longer have to be, you no longer have to provide a negative COVID test. Uh, so they're kind of easing up on those guidelines. So that's good, but you still have to be fully vaccinated. Now, I work with someone who went on a cruise, fully vaccinated, boosted, all that stuff, still picked up corona on a ship with nothing but vaccinated people. OK, because just because you're vaccinated doesn't mean that you won't catch it doesn't mean you're not a carrier. If anything, 
it means you your symptoms are uh, not as extreme and so you get reduced symptoms so you could have COVID and not even know it because you you get such a, a light response to it and so you could go out and infect way more people than someone who's unvaccinated who when they get it they immediately know they've got it because they show the symptoms and they kind of pull back and take themselves out of public rotation so to speak and they don't do those things but if you're vaccinated and you don't need to get a negative COVID test to get on that ship you could infect you know dozens of people hundreds because you don't even know you've got it so the whole you know vaccination thing in order to be on a cruise ship to me is ridiculous I think it's personally anytime you cruise you fly you get on a train you do it it's at your own risk that's the way it should be you should just say hey if you want to get on this boat it's at your own risk if you pick up coronavirus and you can't come back in that's on you you've got to figure it out get insurance you know you, there's this health insurance that you can get uh that's you know x number of dollars that uh takes care of your expenses should you not be able to get back into the country so do that you know be a responsible traveler but um I, I, I don't see the sense in telling people you can't get on a cruise ship if you're unvaccinated because you have the same risk of catching it as anybody else. Anybody else. So if I'm wrong, tell me, email me, let me know. Uh, but with that in mind, hey, this has been Mike, Mr. Opinion Head, here on the Lodef Media Podcast channel. Thanking you once again for taking the time to uh, listen to the show. Uh, do me a favor, if you like this kind of content, become a subscriber. It really helps out the channel. And uh, do provide some feedback on what you liked, what you didn't like. Uh, it does help the show, and I'd love to talk about your responses on the next episode. Hope everybody enjoys their fourth, and we will look forward to seeing you in the next one.